by Eddie Bojangles. He's always sending in some bangers, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got your new mom glasses. <laughs> I forgot. You forgot? Them leave them on. Leave them on. I like them now. Now I'm used to them. When you turn 40, your vision gets bad. I need my dad glasses. Where I left your, them. Where are your dad They're visions. upstairs. Yeah, I need them now. I can't read all this copy. Got a bunch of stuff coming up, Gene. You want to go, go first? We want to do your dates? Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll, tr- I'll go. February 2nd and 3rd, Shark Lake Titties, Puta, Wise Guys Comedy Club. Tickets are really rolling on that, you guys. So if you're going to go, go now because, listen, mom's pregnant. I ain't adding shows. You know what I'm saying? There ain't going to be no Sunday night. There ain't going to be no third show Saturday because I'm too fucking tired. Nah, fuck that noise. February 23rd, Calusa Casino, Calusa California. One show, one night only, March 30th and 31st. Portland, Oregon at the Herium uh, Comedy Club. Should be fun. Check it out, Christina P. Online for tickets. Thank you. I love you. That's what's up. And I'm adding some stuff, too. Um, well, you know, it's coming. I'm at the Ice House. Um, oh, that was, that's a nice February 2nd and 3rd, it's sold out. I'm in oh. Des Moines. <laughs> February 8, 9, and 10, it's sold out. Oh. I am in Lexington, Kentucky. Comedy off Broadway, March uh, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Uh, I just, this morning, added Columbus, Ohio. Oh, that's a wonderful place. Oh, I'm coming to the Funny Bone in Columbus, Ohio, March 22nd through 24th. Um, Then I'm going to Shart Lake Titties in, um, in April. How lucky they're getting they're getting both of us. And uh, let's see, uh, Melbourne, Australia, April twenty seventh is sold out. Ooh. There are a few tickets available for Sydney. I believe Brisbane is sold out. Perth might be as well. It's May first. That's in Australia. And then Spokane. I'm sorry, uh, where? Spokane. No. Spokane. Sperm can. Sperm can. Washington. That's in the state of Washington. Here on the West Coast, I'm coming May 17, 18, 19. It's all very exciting. Uh, go to TomSegura.com slash tour. TomSegura.com slash tour to get your tickets. They're moving, man. They are cruising. Thank you very much for everybody that has uh, purchased a ticket to come see me do a show near you. Also, there's obviously uh, the merch store. Thank you for supporting that. Uh, there's a bunch of new stuff in there. You can try that out. Try that out. Yeah. Uh, TomSegura.com. Click on the store or go to MerchMethod.com slash TomSegura. Have your friends come over. Have your friends come over. Sign the lease. And uh, yeah, <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's also a bunch of stuff coming. There's, but um, people have been really loving the YMH um, hooded sweatshirt. Oh. Where's cool. mine, damn it? Uh, I, 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 got, I got some sending us a few. So, so excited. All right, Gene. A lot to get into. Uh, let's, uh, let's get the show started, okay? Ready? Yeah. Gene's getting over her sickness right now. <laughs> or we'll talk play about the music that. so I can blow my nose. Okay. Hi, guys. This is Jasmine P. Rain. Today, I'm coming to you guys with a short tutorial about how to lick 
your guys' balls. Okay. This shit is big time! Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother into this. Your mama in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura, Tom Segura. and Christina Pajitsi. Welcome to your mom's house. been on a ball tear lately well i mean it kind of makes sense right tis the season kind of makes sense it kind of makes sense to why does it make it. sense you're the man no. come dog <laughs> um, that was an old school one that's super old school yeah, that's you're like, the man now dog you're the man now dog <laughs> possibly the lamest lamest line ever in a movie well yeah if that's the word that's right that's sean connery telling the black kid that he's like mentoring or something oh god to be a writer and it's like that <laughs> the moment of triumph where yeah. all of his lessons have come through yeah. you know and it's the like montage yeah and then he did it and he's like you're the man now dog <laughs> <laughs> can we stop making those movies where white people turn around the lives of black kids i would and actually like them to, to see one really go for it now like in today's world like really do one that's so on the nose <laughs> that we can all mock it and i mean more directly yeah. there's a movie now on netflix i'm itching to watch it's on my list is it that genre well it's a reverse of that so it's the black girl teaching the white girls how to be saucier oh that's also such a that's played out so lame yeah so it's a step you know that they it's like step stuff or whatever yeah. and she's gonna teach the white girls how to step oh it's like, called like stepsister or something Oh, is that kind of like, like, what's going on? What the fuck? You don't know? <laughs> stomp in the yard. Yeah, like yeah. It's a stomp in the yard. What they doing, man? They stomp in the yard. Stomp in the yard, man. <laughs> but she's going to she's gonna teach them how to be more flavorful, man. colorful. And the best is that on those trailers, they're like, stomp in the yard. <laughs> they always have the guy that can't say it. Say the it. whitest person doing the voiceover. So embarrassing. It is so embarrassing. <laughs> they're stomping the yard. <laughs> this spring, <laughs> lace up your sneakers. <laughs> yeah, totally. Get ready to stomp a little harder. Yeah, yeah it's horrible. Have you? I've never seen a step crew or whatever. Have you seen this? No, but I'm confused it's, by. It's a real thing, though. Yeah, a step crew. Yeah. No, I've, oh, no. I don't know if it's real because in California, it's I've just so never. Great. Have you seen a step crew before? <laughs> like a an urban step crew. Um, <laughs> I was wondering if it's real the or most, made up. Like cringe worthy stuff is like um <laughs> is that is that like I'm gonna teach you how to be from the hood yeah. and you teach me how to hang out with white people. Yeah. <laughs> and like silly. Remember that's like first of all it's been done a lot already. Like yeah. it's, it's pretty Julia Styles did like ten of those movies, right? But then a few years ago, <laughs> Steve Martin, who's pretty highly regarded and respected in comedy, like he's kind of for a lot of people on the Mount Rushmore of, you know, comedic minds. Yes, yes. He did one of those with Queen Latifah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I saw that one. In the, in the trailer, he ends up in like a B-boy pose. <laughs> and he's like, what's up? What's happening, girl? And like, oh, 
Ah. She's like, and she does the thing like, now, now you get it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and he's like, yo, yo, yo. I mean, you go like, who ah. fucking greenlit this fucking turd? Some man? white cracker. Who's like, fucking CEO. Who's like, yeah, blacks dance. I get it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Cultural differences are funny. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean. I mean, in the 70s and the 80s, that was kind of a new thing. You know, like, Ed, wasn't Eddie Murphy doing uh, Beverly Hills Cop? And he, then he have a white... Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like, the, the buddy cops. Like that, that was funny. That was that's cool. that's less... Um, You're going to put the banana in the tailpipe. That whole thing was pretty yeah, funny. Yeah. To make fun of white people is always funny. That's true. But, like, that, I don't know. The way that was done, like, there's, there's nuance to jokes. You know what I mean? Like, that's the well, whole you, thing. You have to make the... The characters, people, right? Not just stereotypes, not just characters. Yeah, you know. So yeah. that's the thing is that that was done really like you believe that white guy was that yeah. white guy, yeah. and Eddie Murphy like was kind of being himself. And Eddie Murphy had all the cards. He actually he, he held the power because he was the funny guy in the right. room. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. genuinely funny too. Yeah. They weren't like, and then just. Smack these crackers around. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> like, but I do love those step crews, man. You know, I watch Bring It On. Every, I know that's cheerleading. You know what you would love? I love the Clovers. I can Dude, watch those Clovers take a shit all I'm day. serious. You should even just YouTube this. <laughs> Historically black university uh, marching bands. Oh, Lord. They are so amazing. I'm talking like Grambling, you know, uh, what is it? McNeese State. Like, I'm talking the Southern. Hillman. Uh, Hillman. Isn't that where Cosby Kids went? Hillman? Oh, no. That's where a different world like was. Like Morehouse. Going. I'm telling you that historically black universities that have marching bands will blow your mind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... We gotta go watch some. I'm saying the whole presentation from the uniforms, because it's always like crisp, clean. I mean, it's like a military style uniforms mm. and the coordination of the movements and the music. It, mm. And like, it's... Well, what about the blackness, Tom? It's super black. That's what I'm saying. It, no, they're, they're. But are they sassy? They're yeah, and then like sewing. Like usually every <laughs> one of those performances will begin with uh, like a black person go, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like that means like pay attention, and then <laughs> they'll like they'll do a snap, and Wait. then the show will start. I said burn. Yeah, <laughs> it's cold in here. There That's must right. be some clovers in the app. Anyways, I don't know why we got on sidetracked on this. Um, talking about our Netflix, man. We're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, well, you've had AIDS oh, and you're getting out of toddler that toddler AIDS. Yeah, I I, I, this you. is like the only time you guys don't know, but like I live with AIDS and have <laughs> for years. I've been fighting it. I take my meds <laughs> and. I always have a sinus infection, yeah. a cold, the fucking flu. And like for years, I'm sitting here living with you and I would go through these horrible sicknesses. It would last like five, <laughs> seven, ten days. And you'd be next to me like, yeah, no, I don't know, but I didn't get it. <laughs> and then the next year I get sick four times and you'd be like, yeah, I didn't get sick this year. And then oh, the no. next year I get sick six times and you'd be fine. <laughs> you know why? It's my goddamn cockroach, cockroach DNA. Because yeah. my Eastern block genetics i've i can i've survived the communism i've survived world war ii because my my genetics are superior my yeah. immune system is superior to the average american I, I, swine i don't doubt it now my problem is i'm pregnant and so i've got um, my immune system is lowered from pregnancy yeah. so it just took me down yeah i've never i haven't laid in bed sick in what a decade when's the last yeah. time you ever see me lay down but the good news is I got into this Korean soap opera on Netflix. Uh, 
I think it's a poor translation of the title or just lazy translation. They do that. All, they do that both ways. Yeah. Why yeah. be so lazy? Like, why not really try to think, <coughs> excuse me, about the title? I know. They're, they'll do things like, I don't know. They'll be like, a, what's a big action movie here? You know, it'll be like some, <coughs> like Taken. Taken. You know? Yeah. No, but like in, um, uh, in Korea... When they release it there, they'll they'll call it like he's had enough, you know. Like they they give right. it like these because words don't have the same impact. What's this Korean show called? Well, it's shittily translated to "Hello, my twenties," and you know I was looking for some light bullshit. Yeah. And I, I'm so fascinated by Korean culture because when I was in Seoul like 10 years ago, I would watch their TV and I would wish I could understand what these people were talking about. Right. Because it's so dramatic and they're so beautiful. They're such a beautiful people. Yeah. It always frustrated me. And I finally have access now. It's subtitled and I'm hooked. I'm halfway through it. And it's a dark show. It's actually very dark and very complicated and, and very cool. Mm. <laughs> God, I, I, w- I would give anything for this to stop right now. Oh, you're telling me. The coughing. And oh, it's the worst. I hate it. No, myself. I mean, like, it's annoying. Yeah. People don't want to hear it. Nobody wants this. Stop it. Thanks. Now, you are also into... My telenovela. My, <laughs> my abuelita watches her telenovela every <laughs> night before bed. I got... I mean, I blame Diaz, and I'll tell you, I you know, anything D- Joey Diaz tells you, you're like, yeah, okay, buddy. Like, yeah. you know, you're out of your mind. <laughs> so... Right. He, um... He was telling me when I, when I saw him last, he was like, you know, we're talking about different shows and I, how much I love Narcos. And he was like, oh, you have to watch this show. Hota, hota. And I was like, <laughs> what? what? And so. What does hota, hota mean? JJ. So oh. that's the, the letters in Spanish. Yeah. So I'm like, what, what is he talking about? So just out of curiosity, a few weeks ago, I. Uh, I pull up this show. I see it. I think, I don't know if it was like a new release at the time. It's called Sobreviviendo Escobar oh my God. alias Jota Jota, which means surviving Escobar. So I'm like, and I've been on this Escobar, um, you know, rabbit, rabbit hole. hole as have a lot of, because every, every time I pull up Netflix, there's like a new show about him. So <laughs> yeah. Cause I pull up your profile and yeah. it's like Escobar, Escobar, murder, murder, yeah. drugs, murder. Yeah. It's the whole thing. <laughs> and they have a new series. A new series just came out about, uh, a, a drug, uh, you know, cartels and, and you love more it. documentary style though. So anyways, I pull up his show and it's, it's a Colombian show. It's a series. I pull it up. I watch the first episode, I get roped in, and it's about um, Escobar's right-hand man, his hitman, Popeye. That was the, his, the guy's That's, nickname. I love when gangsters yeah. have cool names. Yeah, Popeye. It's a good baby name. We got to think Popeye. He personally killed like 300 people. That's it? So he's a mass murderer. Wow. And he's free now, by the way. He's, he's, <laughs> of course. He did his time. It's so weird. Like in, you, We get so, in this country... You associate your experiences like certain crimes align with certain punishment, yeah. and then like you start going around the world. It's like sometimes <laughs> in countries like like this guy murdered a guy. He did his five years though, and like he's like, all right, right. The value of life is significantly it changes diminished. Is he where is he? Colombia? Yeah, he's, he his, he's, he's oh, Colombian. They don't give a fuck about life there. But the series is so good because it basically picks up. At the end, like the last day or two that Escobar's alive Ooh. and he and Popeye part ways. Escobar tells him, he's his right hand hitman. Like, I know this is coming to an end. 
And How does like, he know? Just the, the feds are closing. Yeah, yeah. In the search block is 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 yeah. is closing in, and all his guys are are dying, and and it, it's just not. He knows it's it's. So he tells Popeye like, "Go ahead, like you're you've been invaluable to me, mm. and basically go for it." And and because Popeye's like, "I'm gonna turn myself in. Like I know that Ooh. I'm either I'm gonna be killed, they're gonna keep searching for me, so I'm just gonna go go for it." So he turns himself in. And the series starts with him basically arriving in prison. God damn! Now I have to watch this thing. I, yeah, but here's I'm the so thing. many episodes behind you. Though. It becomes the most unbelievable story of him turning himself into a crime boss from prison. Of course, that's what they'll do. And the do, dramas right? in this prison of the different because there's like the paramilitaries and there's the guerrillas and there's the narcos. And they each are on se- separate sides, and they each have you know, different storylines of trying to get each other and then there's romance and there's relationships. Anyways, you know sometimes when you start a series on, Net- on Netflix, you start watching it and you're like six, seven in and sometimes you're like, ooh, like how many do we have left? Like when we were watching yeah. like Ozark, you're like, oh, how many are left? Because you want it to be longer and you'll check and there's nine, let's say, or 10. And then relief washes over you. Yes, yeah, so relief. <laughs> no, there's enough. Yeah, or like or you go like, oh shit, that sucks that this is about to end. So I'm like episode 7 of this show. I'm like, damn, this is good. I wonder how many are left. I back out of more episodes. 60. <gasps> what are you fucking talking about? How many seasons do they do? It's considered one season. What? It's just the way that they have have it you know, uploaded on Netflix. I think I think what happened is this is a, a, an original, like a Colombian series. Oh, and that's what I think. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. So I think it aired there over however long. Yeah. And then they, you know, bought it, licensed it, and for Chopped whatever reason, whatever. they just call it one season. So oh my god, sixty. I'm I'm thirty two episodes. Here. <laughs> I'm wondering how long Abuelita is going to be watching yeah. her shows because like every night I sleep and then I'm going to get watch super it. depressed because I know that if it's 60, that's the series, you know, it's 60 episodes. It's not like they're going to be like next season. Yeah. We'll have 60 more episodes. It's got to be. The no, one. you're done. Yeah. But I'm super into it, man. I, I really, know. Really and I wake up every now and then and I look and there's the ugliest motherfuckers on that show too. I'm like, some ugly dude, dudes this guy's on that. ugly as shit. Yeah. This fucker's on TV. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, it's exciting. You know, the problem with my Korean show is these bitches are always eating this delicious Korean food. I cannot believe you on this. She's watching this <laughs> Korean show, and then every day it's sundobu, bulgogi. I've been eating all this shit for days. I know. I'm like, are you serious? She's like, well, I was watching it, so. Because <laughs> they have good food. They have the real stuff. Yeah. The kimchi and the the noodle soup and and uh, oh I love it all. Um, the kalbi, I see them eating and yeah. then I want to eat the same shit. Um, Fuck. Speaking of Netflix, uh, the reviews are in. Yeah. Yeah. And disgraceful. Yeah. Hundred percent. Everybody loves it. You're kidding. No. Well, congratulations. Yeah. That's really hard when everybody is on board. I've never had something where it's only. <laughs> Love. Unanimous. It's unanimous. Good 100% for you. fans. Yeah. It's pretty wow. exciting. Well, I'm, I'm so glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never had anything like it where everybody, everybody likes it. Huh. Everybody. There's not one person left out. Well, that's and wonderful. That's kind of the goal of a good comedy show, I it think. Sh- it sure is. Well, listen, if you're a comedian, you got to be able to entertain everybody. everybody. At all times. At all times. <laughs> 
You don't want to, you know, upset people or polarize or let make anybody feel bad. That's not at this guy's show. (laughs) I mean, my show, that's what I usually begin my shows by going like, I hope each and every one of you has a great time. And I hope each and every one of you leaves here feeling good about everything. Yeah. That's kind of how I do it. You know, I was thinking today, are there any topics that nobody can take offense to? Like even, I don't think so. Like, let's and say... Going into our 5 o'clock hour, <laughs> it's going to be a, a lively conversation, I expect, oh, because yeah. we are going to be talking about Tom Segura. <laughs> <laughs> huh. That's a radio show. Yeah. He is a stand-up comedian, and on a recent Netflix uh, show, he did some jokes and he did some stand-up about specifically here in Lafayette and Louisiana <laughs> as a whole and Cajuns. And so it's pretty vulgar. Mm-hmm. He, he has some <laughs> vulgarity in there. But, you Uh-oh. know, stand-up comedy, it's vulgar. Uh, and there's been a lot of people watching this video, a lot of comments about it, a lot of people very angry, very offended, very upset, <laughs> because he really goes after Cajun. <laughs> I, I, I never thought <laughs> that this would be a thing. <laughs> Really? Like of all the topics you covered, isn't it surprising the ones that kind of catch Dude, I'm man. heat. I did. By the way, I heard somebody talk about, um, I think it was on the show. I got sent the link that like this guy was on there being like, oh yeah, um, I know I know that he's talking about a specific guy he met in Louisiana. I'm like, what? <laughs> like I met a guy in Louisiana. Huh. No, I met a guy from Louisiana. In Kansas City, in the first, like, during the first week of 2017 last year, if you were in Kansas City and you came to one of those shows I did, I, there was a guy in the meet and greet. Oh, okay. And that's what I say. I mean, I don't say Kansas City in the special, but I say, like, I was on my first week of this tour is where I met this guy. Yeah. I just thought it was weird that some, somebody's like, he met a guy here. I'm like... That wouldn't even, why would that even register? I'd be there. Anyways, um, I think it's funny, like, the backlash of, like, people from Louisiana being, like, I mean, first of all, I have to say, I've never gotten so much fan mail in my life, ever, for anything like I have for this special. Like, I've been bombarded with this, you know, just amazing fandom and, and support and people tell me that they love this special, which... I tell you, it never gets old. Like, I totally, I, I, I can't tell you how much, it, it's crazy how much it has come in. Um, and I've gotten a lot of it from Louisiana. So I don't want to make it sound like only people from Louisiana are upset. Because a lot of them are like, I live in Louisiana. I love the bit, you know. Like, they, they've been very supportive of it. But people, the ones who don't get it or who don't like it, it's like, you know this is a joke, right? No, it's not a joke. <laughs> I feel like there's so many people out there that are, I don't know, they, I think they're taking, it's like they're holding people on, like what they're saying on stage as equal to what you would say off stage. Like, you know, that's yeah. not the same thing, right? Well, I think there's a thing called context, right? Yeah. So if you're going to a comedy show and you're all agreeing in this social contract, that what we're going to have in the room is called fun and it's not meant to be taken literally or seriously in context. It's called a joke, I believe, unless you were giving a lecture on 
you know, geography or... One of my favorite parts about this is these guys are going to discuss this thing for like a while. No, please. I, I can't. No, no. But then this is one of the comments. I have to say, uh, when I heard it the first mm-hmm. time, I was a little... Ooh, wow, man. That's pretty That's pretty rough. Yeah. But it is funny. Uh, uh, okay? Oh. It, it is oh. funny. It is funny material. Mm-hmm. It's that? just that we are the, the, the target of that, that comment. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay? So a lot of people don't like that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's how jokes work, though. Well, you know, every joke has a victim. Mm. And I feel like you can get upset. You know, you, you tell jokes about cats, and the cat people get mad. Yeah. Tell a joke about the dog, the dog people get mad. Well, just so you know, a couple things I'd like to point out. A, um, the joke that I tell that you know, has Cajuns in it basically ends with my saying that we should build a wall uh, if it's around the state of Louisiana, um, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, oh. <laughs> we have a build the wall shirt. It's a build the wall shirt. And, um, the wall is in the shape of Louisiana. Very nice. So that is item number one. You can go to the store. I'm offended. Um, but you're yeah. using bricks in that wall. Yeah. My cousin was a brick. And here is the other piece of news that I'm super excited to announce. I didn't say it at the beginning of the show, but I'd like to say it now. Ah. To show you how much love I have for the state of Louisiana, I took the very first available date. I'm going to the Civic Theater uh, in New Orleans, Saturday, September 29th. Oh. Uh, the, the tickets are on pre-sale today, the 24th of, um, of January, beginning at 10 a.m. is when the pre-sale starts. Um, so you can get tickets to that. There's a code word if you're, if you're participating in the pre-sale, and the code word is Cajun. C A J U N. Perfect. Cajun is the code word. If you want to get tickets, again, I'm coming to New Orleans Saturday, September 29th. It was the first available Saturday <laughs> at the Civic Theater this year for us. Well, so, it should be a very interesting show. I'm very excited to be going. I just wanted to let you, you guys know that. Um, Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting into something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow. 
How have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over and setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. And again, I, I can't thank you guys enough for watching the special. I really appreciate it. And I know that um, you know it's, I've been getting a lot of back and forth. How It's always how this works. These things trigger other things. People watch the special, and then they end up watching your special. Because I keep getting messages about your special. Really? I've been getting so many complimentary texts from our friends and family and Twitter messages about how fantastic yours is. So I'm, I'm really happy. And I, I, I just... I wish you would just tell jokes that didn't hurt people's feelings. You I know. know. Can we make a list of approved subject matter? Well, yeah. I mean, can we do a consensus of of what's a, what's okay to what's talk about? Acceptable. Yeah, I don't want to hurt feelings anymore. Um, grapes. Grapes. That's good. Remember um, yesterday we had there was grapes in that at the lunch for uh, LJ. Yeah. Who would take? Oh no, no one would take offense to that. I don't think so. Right. Yeah. Fruits. Let's say. What about winemakers? Wind. Oh, they're probably going to get upset about that. Because you stomp grapes. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's hurtful to the grapes. We're not taking grapes' feelings into consideration. That's true. Weather. That doesn't seem to agitate people. Mm, What if you live in a bad weather area? Then you're (laughs) like, why are you boasting about how good your weather is? Yeah. That's what I always hear from people that live in shitty places when I tell them I live in California. And they're like, I fucking hate Los Angeles. And I'm like, but the weather's great. And they're like, (laughs) so... I live in this shitty place and we have shitty weather, but I like it more. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. kind of, I feel like it gets people in a bad mood. I know. I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do for your next special? I'm just to help you here mm. is I'm going to start making a list of pre-approved topics that everybody can get on board with. I like that a lot. And that way people don't ever get mad. Yeah. All right. Just I know. For you. I know from experience that cyclists get very mad. <laughs> uh, I think, I think you're right. I remember that was one of the first times um, you'd ever received hatred. Significant amounts. So it's, it's so funny because you really can't predict what will set people off. No, you really don't. Because let's be honest, we both have said pretty inflammatory shit about lots of other people in both of our specials, and yeah. it's always surprising. <laughs> it's always surprising when you're like, you know it's a comedy show, right? Yeah. I don't know. I actually feel like most people do understand that. Most, most do. What happens is the people that are upset are very vocal, so... Yeah, they, they, they're so angry, they're so emotional yes. that they like the person that loves your show usually will message you. I love the show. Yeah. They don't then write like eight more messages about <laughs> it, you know. Well, and I also think that people have always been offended and upset, yeah. but now because of social media, they are given a platform to kind of yeah. mob together. Mob mentality, yeah, yeah, and and it's just it takes on a bit of a life more so than it could ten years ago, twenty years and ago. And when you have a mob, they'll also like not 
actually uh, watch the thing, right. or re- they're not reacting. Right. To the thing. They're reacting to a like a story that they heard about. I thing. heard that you talked about. Yeah. The, yeah, you're like you're not even paying it. You're not even going to give it its due diligence. Yeah, huh? no. Yeah, they no, just. Want, I've just, heard enough. Yeah. I got I, I got messages like. You know, I don't need to watch it. I've heard enough about it. Yeah. Like, okay. Anyway, people got mental problems. You got you to gotta get your life, get your ass into therapy. Let's talk about something don't more Don't worry important. about it. First and foremost, oh, yeah. you want to always, when any time you are sucking your guy's cock, yeah. you want to have a connection, first and foremost, with yourself. Love yourself first. You just don't want to be sucking someone's cock, and you don't even love you. <sighs> what do you think of that? Well, it's kind of a good message. It's kind of what the self-help movement's yeah, all about. Yeah, because if you were going to give a blowjob and you're not cool with yourself, you'd feel probably really depressed as you're how, doing that. How are you going to love that cum if you can't Whoa. love your own cum? What? That's a way more than I was thinking. What's what's with you and the balls lately? You seem to be on a ball thing. I mean, I just opened the folder. It's here. Oh, it's blue bands on a ball yeah, thing? Maybe I he's into balls right now. I didn't send it to him. He's into getting his he balls to touched and licked and stuff. Yeah. Maybe he is. Yeah. So, and then secondly, it's bird balls. You want to have some type of connection with the guy. You no. know, yeah. that way, no. you will have some kind of like for his cock, and as well as I disagree. Balls. I always say that if you're not so sure this about how your partner likes his balls to be sucked, you always <laughs> want to start off, you know, licking them and sucking them in a gentle manner. Mm. What? Do you, that's true. Yeah. I don't know how people have indiscriminate sex. Or uh, licking indiscriminate cocks and balls. Like, a lot of people do that. Like, a lot of girls will opt to give a blowjob. Oh, yeah, to be like, I don't I don't give it up on the first date. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's one of my yeah. favorites is like, hey, I'm not easy, and you're not just going to get in my pants. I'll suck on your balls, though. <laughs> Because to me, that's way more intimate. I know than intercourse. I, like, I've heard this. What are you doing? I've heard this from uh, from you and other people that graduated college <laughs> that uh, that that's a pretty intimate thing to do. So yeah, yeah. Like, put your mouth on someone's genitals is is. I mean, that's their everything. You know, it's their. I think so. Do not use your teeth. Oh, teeth are no. She's going to give us a demonstration. Who is she? Fucking twelve. We know this. Bite if he says bite my balls. Then that's when you want to use your teeth. Oof. Here's the thing. Who's saying bite my balls? No, nobody. Here's the thing. You don't bite fucking balls, man. Yeah, sniff those balls. (laughs) Sniff them. Okay, now let me put it right up against your eye. Bat your eyelashes. (laughs) No one bites. No one says bite my balls. But this is so fucking seventh grade. Of course it is. Like, dude, we covered this shit in junior high, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. welcome to this podcast. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, 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 not this video. <laughs> know, I'm know. saying that girls have been talking to each other about this shit since yeah. like seventh or eighth grade. So like, bitch, you're too old to be like making these videos. You yeah. can fucking cover this in junior high. I know. With I know. finger banging and, you know, maybe she's queefing just, honestly, or whatever. Maybe she's just like really good at this and people keep her jam. Like maybe like, how about every guy she hooks up with is like, you got to make a YouTube tutorial. <laughs> Because you're so good. I need I need other girls to find out about how good you are at this. I guess. Could be. She could just be like, remember the grapefruit lady? Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You got a grapefruit, your man? 
So stupid. Put your dick between your legs. That, yeah. That Put way. your dick between your legs. And stomp the yard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to take them. Uh-huh. Now, I don't have the shaft here. I'm just focused on oh, the you balls don't. for today. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. so okay. it, it's All actually right. an ad for her to get laid. Yeah. She's, she's I mean, welcoming the what customers. What happens to her inbox when, when this, you know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're putting that out there, yeah. this, is what, this is one thing that I'm annoyed by. As somebody that is not participating in the back and forth of uh, meeting people online, this is somebody who will put out a video like this and then their next post will be like, do I have to say that I don't want your sexually yes. uh, suggestive yes. messages in my yes. inbox? And you're like, you put out a ball sucking video. Why can't I just post a video of me sucking on some balls like cherries like balls and have it be about me? It's yeah. my form of expression. Yeah. Well, because like, you look like you want to suck dudes' balls. You're and soliciting ball sucking. They want to get yeah. their balls sucked. Yeah. So you're putting I the invite out. Say, when you're sucking, don't forget. <laughs> Too many jewelries. Too many bracelets and shit, you know? Yeah. It's too weird. I mean, that's the... the everybody, <laughs> this so is what I mean. It's, like, it's, just <laughs> it's too, so stupid. <laughs> but I feel like everybody knows how to do that. Like, isn't that kind of intuitive? She's not really giving me any new no, skills. No, not everybody bills. knows how to do that. There's people out there that are definitely watching like, what? But if you were to suck balls, isn't that fairly... Like, I think she's introducing the idea of that to people. In other words, there's ladies out there... Who are watching that like I don't really fuck with balls, you know. Yeah. No, that's not I mean not going around the world, not really kind of, <laughs> you know, getting involved. Oh, sh- yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? There's not some, there's not everyone's a triple D slut wife. Hey. <laughs> we've how about fun is it to call sluts sluts? Man, we've been doing this for a long this time. This is a fun one. And you gotta do it, by the way. <laughs> don't be like the fun is to do it with your with your friends. Don't be a jerk and do it loud, but it's for your no, own amusement. No, it's in the car, windows up, it's just the two of you, and like a girl walks across the street, maybe a jogger or just like a normal girl in the, jeans and a shirt. The more normal or like <laughs> the more professional and the, <laughs> the less uh, promiscuous or sexual her attire and look is, the better. Yeah. So when you see a like a pantsuit... Just executive woman with a briefcase crossing the street. You just go in your car. You go, look at this slut right here. Be a total slut. Look at these sluts. Look at these sluts walking to work right now. I also like to do it um, to like like young teenage girls. I only say that because I can kind of get away with it. They're not they're not sluts by any stretch. But it's funny to be like, look at those sluts over there yeah. just walking. Yeah, sluts. Holy sluts. <laughs> I don't know why it makes me laugh when we do it all the time. It makes me laugh too. Yeah, it's so inappropriate. Or if they're like, if they are dressed super slutty, then it's funny too. Yeah. If it's on the line or if it's just like a nice looking, but it's like when they're like, if also if it's like two 80 year old women, they're sluts too. They're sluts. That's more fun for me when they're like older. Yeah. Clearly not. (laughs) But like when we're in a restaurant, and like a couple like <laughs> girls walk in and you're like, oh, a couple of sluts are going to go have dinner right now. That makes me laugh too. Well, you like it when I say it the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more, it's, it's funnier more fun. when a woman says it. It's yeah. one of those things where it's like the origin, the source of the line makes it funnier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Context, Tom. I, you know, one of those things, I'm just learning about <laughs> this, like context. 
Yeah. Um, I'm learning about like how reading the words isn't the same as like hearing and seeing somebody right. say it. Oh yeah. It's all these lessons. It's so fun. I mean, I didn't know that like a certain expression can be said satirically, ironically, sarcastically, and that it then changes sort of the intent and the meaning. All this stuff is, I'm going to comedy camp right now and I'm learning so much. <laughs> so yes, I do. I do appreciate that. You know what I like that you used to do uh, back when we were in the bro and stuff? Mm. We haven't done it in a while. Whenever we see a pregnant lady, you'd always be like, ugh, what's wrong with her belly? Yeah. Why is she so fat? That always made me laugh, too. Oh, yeah. One time I posted uh, <laughs> uh, a lady on TV who was like seven months <laughs> pregnant, and I wrote like, hey, how come maybe next time don't have like, four beers and 18 sandwiches before you do television. And all these people were like, she's pregnant. <laughs> like she's so pregnant, you know, and she had a small frame. It was yeah. so clear that she's pregnant. It's one of my favorites. Um, another one of my favorite games to play in the car is there's your dad. What's yeah. your dad doing? What's your dad here? doing? It's another good one. Any guy eating out of like a trash can, <laughs> any guy with like, you know, shopping six cart shopping carts and shit falling off of it. He's barefoot. <laughs> He's white, but his skin is turned black from walking on the pavement. Black souls. Like, you didn't tell me your dad was here. <laughs> What's your dad doing here is always but my that favorite. That is a super mean joke. Why? Because, I mean, he can't hear it and <laughs> neither can anybody else, but it's not cool. It's not okay. And it's not funny. It's not funny because someone's feelings could get hurt. Theoretically, it, like if he was in the car with us and we were like, <laughs> hey, are you my dad? And he was like, what? Why does milk and ham not taste good together? And we're like, what? Get out of here. Right. Yeah. Theoretically. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. 
beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply, must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. We were having a conversation with um, a mother yesterday who we're, we're acquaintances with mm-hmm. over the phone. And, uh, and she was talking about a nanny she had with her son and, and something she said, something like, you know, I don't teach my children to point and laugh at strangers. This was the best. And both of us, Tom and I looked at each other. We're like, yeah, yeah. no, no, wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, it's comedy 101 people that's yeah. what you're supposed to do that's how you get a sense of humor definitely <laughs> she was like you know we don't teach them to look <laughs> and laugh at somebody for <laughs> their appearance and I was like, um, that's called funny i don't understand what do you teach them yeah <laughs> isn't that like what do you say when you see someone if you don't point and laugh right what's the point of life now our kid yesterday she's also like i don't i'm not like i don't like you know Somebody like pointing out like they their thrill of seeing a Porsche, and I was like, uh, "Oh yeah, really? Like, we got one of those." <laughs> I mean, like, isn't that? Aren't they awesome? I thought they were. I like stuff. I like stuff. <laughs> uh, the problem with being a comedian and a mom is that I laugh at a lot of the shit that our kid's doing right now, and I should be disciplining him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yesterday. Uh, ugh. We caught him. He got into my red lipstick, like my stage lipstick, like yeah. the shit that I wear for 10 hours state. Like it's a really saturated color. Yeah. Just dark as red, red fuck all over his hands. And of course, where on our white ass wall. And we left him for like <laughs> 30 seconds because he's at the age now where like, you know, you could be in this room and you hear him dragging like an Amazon box. <laughs> through the halls and you're like all right that's what he's doing doing his thing and then it was quiet for like 10 seconds <laughs> and then you're like get over here and i'm like come on like, you have to see this <laughs> and he was like smacking the, the wall, wall laughing red. and he was like do you want me to get the other wall now and we're like oh yeah smack 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 just layered so and red so happy and of course we start, I start laughing and then he's laughing like, oh yeah, this is cool. I guess I'll keep doing the other walls. And then he starts to take off to go to the other one. I was like, no, stop. Oh, I Unreal. scrubbed the shit out of that though. We got it out, but that's Speaking the problem. Balls. Uh, we got an email. Yeah. Always eat the scrum. <laughs> Hola mommies. Just an FYI. You can't spell scrumptious without scrum. <laughs> Therefore the scrum is scrumptious and there is no reason to be afraid of it. Just think of it as a delicacy, slow cooked. In the cockpot all day long. The cockpot. Marinated in all the pheromones you fell in love with. Alexandra. Wow, True. that's a lady who I think is probably a slut. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, don't slut shame her. I know, I know. It's sluts. a lot. Of, oh, there was like women marching this week. and They know. It's a, a lot of sluts marching, right, babe? It was like a slut parade. Slut march. Yeah. <laughs> um, on a, hey, Hitler, on a recent podcast, Christine mentioned needing <laughs> a forgot my different name. soap for every part of the body. What? I have one bottle of shampoo that I use for everything. Why can't I wash my balls with shampoo? It's not Piss right. on me and beat me. <laughs> kind regards, Johnny. Piss on me, beat me. Uh, first of all, Johnny, I'm 100% on board with you that shampoo 
is soap, and you don't need soap if you have shampoo. You can wash every part of your body with shampoo. All you need is suds. Uh, it's not different. Nasty so I, I've survived for years before I met you oh with God. just a shampoo bottle. Shampoo suds up. You do your hair. You do your beard. You do your underarms. You do your, your butthole. You do your crotch. I mean, it does it all. I mean, I bet technically you're right because a detergent is a detergent. A soap yeah. is a soap. However, I, I think it's more of a text a textual thing. Is that the word I'm looking for? Textural. Text, texture. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't feel good. And I don't think you should put soap in, I mean, um, shampoo in your vagina. Because women, we no, have you to... Should. you should. We have to wash not up inside of our vaginas, but you got to get in there. And I'm thinking that it might burn. It might hurt my vag. So that's kind of like a utility yeah. thing, you know? That's true. Um, like a mint shampoo probably wouldn't be good down there. Uh, another... Are you still doing that, by the way? Shampooing with... No, we have soap, so I'll split it up. Yeah, as long as... See, the thing with you is you'll adapt to whatever. Whatever's there. (laughs) Anything. I swear, if I... If it was fucking 409, (laughs) I would clean myself with that. Just whatever's there. So adaptable. Yeah. Uh, An email. Hi, mommies. I've been thinking about this theory since I was the brown master of my house in middle school. It seems more and more clear to me that my body gets set in a weekly brown cycle. Hear me out. So I'm currently a college student. In the past semester, I decided to try out my theory. Every day, I would pick a precise time, varying each day of the week, whether I felt I needed to or not, to make some chocolate soft serve. Sometimes it would be difficult to hold it in in some shits for a few hours after taking 10 to 12 Benadryl. But after only two weeks, my body seemed to have regulated to what I now call the fecal cycle. Huh. I have now been able to fine-tune this weekly cycle to a time that fits my needs. Oh. So is he saying that he can dictate the times that he, that he you wants can. to go? You, okay. you, you can train, you can train your, your asshole. It's absolutely yeah. true. I've done it with, uh, when I used to work a 9 to 5. So Think he's about asking, it. does anybody do that? Congrats yeah. on Little Jeans yeah. 2.0. Yeah, thank you. Try it out. Piss on me and beat me. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel. I guess I don't know that. I don't know that I dictate it, but I do feel like it happens. It happens at a regular time, and then what always fucks me up is you know travel or schedule. No, but he's saying you can retrain your duties so that you're like, for instance, let's say you start a new job, yeah, and you want to take a dump before you go to the office, but you you're could, yeah, you've been unemployed for a month, so now you're taking your dumps at like ten a.m. You can retrain right. your bowels such that you're shitting at 7 a.m. versus 10 a.m. But, I mean, the, the training involves also just... The tra- intense training. Well, yeah. the training involves also changing your, probably your sleep cycle. Because if, right. if you're getting up, if you're shitting at 10 a.m. every day and you're like, I want to be shitting at 8 a.m., you can't get up at 8 a.m. and do that. You know, you, you're going to have to... Like six. Or something. I mean, you have to make some change. You got to wake up. I, you know, if anyone out there listening is having and struggling with this issue, we both brown. <laughs> I would say you brown quicker and earlier than I do. Yeah. Every morning you're like up and you're like, I got a shit. Well, yeah. I mean, we go downstairs, but within 30 minutes, you're 45. You're definitely like, because my down. body is trained. Even just the smell of coffee can induce. That's true. It happens too. brown, but I, I usually shit about an hour after you. I'm telling people I'm trying to give valuable life sorry, advice. Tell them, tell them. Uh, if you want to train your dumps, I recommend you wake up two hours earlier, drink your coffee. Like for those of you who aren't drinking a high powered coffee, 
and then complaining that you can't shit will get your life, man. You got to drink high octane coffee. I mean, Daddy Jean's here. I, I greatly appreciate my French press that you got me. Yeah, tell me a review. How do you feel about it? I love it. I love it. I was intimidated by French press. Can I tell you how fucking not smart I am? Well, I didn't know and didn't think to research making my first pot of the French press. (laughs) Yeah, you went on intuition. (laughs) Yeah, I looked at it and I'm like, oh, this is obvious. Yeah. So I put all the grinds at the top. On top of the press part? Yeah. And then like press that there. And I was like, that makes sense. Or like, no, it was like between the, uh, you know, there's like a screen and a, and a metal, whatever. I put it in the wrong place. The first day I made it, I still drank the cup and I was like, it's pretty good. And I was like, I should probably just, go- it's amazing with YouTube. You just type anything in. Oh, yeah. I type in the actual brand that you got me and make it. And then like in two minutes, I'm like, oh, I was doing it completely wrong. Yeah. But now I make this brown lightning and brown lightning. I, I drink a like basically one of those carafes. I got a moderate size one. It's not like a crazy size, but it's uh it's delicious. And I love the process. I love the ritual of getting those beans out in the morning, grinding them, uh finding out, you know, what size grind you're supposed to go to for a mm-hmm. French press. And, you know, even the ritual of you're supposed to stir with a plastic spoon because a metal spoon can crack and scratch the glass. Oh, I did not know I mean, all that. these little things, I'm like, I feel like I'm a barista when I'm doing it. Yeah, that's the whole point. And then, you know, you're waiting for the, the coffee to steep. And I don't know, I love trying these different coffee beans. Like, what I missed, we were doing the pods, you know, they're very convenient. But I miss that ritual and I miss the smell of the beans mm-hmm. and, and grinding it up. So now... I'm buying coffee beans again, and I love it. I See, love it. this is why originally I was so opposed to the Nespresso machine. But you're hooked on it. Well, because of convenience. It. That's what I'm saying. But I loved, I missed the portafilter and locking it in and putting the grinds in there nice and fresh. You know, I miss that stuff too, because that's, that's a real cup of coffee. Oh, yeah. Right well, whatever, you know. Right. Now I don't have the fucking time for it. I got a kid crying. Yeah. Cooking another one in my belly. I know. Time to fuck around with making coffee. Get your life, man. I know. You got time for that shit. Do you, you know, know what I'm saying? I know. There's, um, let's see, there's this email. There's, I'm looking at the different emails that came in. Uh, the Infinity Wipe. Oh! Solved. Yeah, tell me. Hi, mommies. I've struggled with the Infinity Wipe all my life. Oof. Every once in a while, while I've eaten some moose soup, my beehole behaves like a dirty bitch. Here's the high and tight solution. Once you've identified that the cleanup is likely to go into infinity, simply <laughs> flex your pooper as if you were trying to squeeze out a little dingleberry okay. and proceed to wipe. When your, how you say, asshole is in the slightly flexed position, a hand with toilet paper, toilet paper can reach the hidden brown, and Hitler's, your life will be changed forever. Try it out. Nick from Boston. <laughs> He's saying if you push push out basically you're pushing and you wipe that you will get the the remnants that are causing the infinity yeah he's saying flex that hole push push yeah and then when it's fully flexed reach back there yeah i don't know the problem with my b-hole it's still got 
it's tender from like hemorrhoids, from pregnancies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I don't like to get in there. I, I don't like that. I, I like the water of the bidet. You do? That's what helps. Yeah. Or the shower if you don't have a bidet. Sure. You can get a fucking bidet on Amazon for like 50 bucks though, guys, or 40 bucks a tushy. So great. You got to get one, dudes. It's really great. And you know, I know everyone loves a squatty potty. I tried it. It's okay. I personally, I think a bidet is way more effective. Mm. Get one. Try it out. Amazon. You got to try it out. Use our it's, banner. It's really, it really is the whole, the best thing ever. Try it out. Um, it's like a fire hose, the tushy one is. Yeah. 60 bucks or something. Yeah, maybe. I try think they have out. even cheaper ones. And you just hook it up to your toilet. Super simple. And yeah. then now your whole life is transformed. You're not, I think it's so gross now to mash toilet paper against shit on your skin. It's so fucking gnarly. I know. I go, I got to admit, hate it. I, I, I finish browning now and I just let water run. You know? <laughs> of course. Oh my God. I've been telling everybody about this shit. Do you ever have a poop where you sit down and you're like, that was it. And you're like, there's not going to be anything to talk about. Yeah. Like, I'm going to just go be, I'd be disappointed. And then I looked in the You're bowl. Look, you think it was going to be the rabbit pellets or something? Yeah. Like, I was like, that was so fast. Like, nothing came out of me. Mm-hmm. Well, that happened to me the other day. I sat down and after Korean soup, and I was like, whatever. And I looked down, and it was the most gigantic brown, I pro- like a one, top 10 yeah. of my life. And I, why does that happen? Like, sometimes you think it's not going to be brown, and then it's a real big one. <laughs> But why did it come out so fast? Like, it was so big. I love how you asked like a little kid would ask. You asked exactly the way a kindergartner would ask. Like, how come I didn't think it was going to be anything that was a lot of chocolate in there? <laughs> but you know, but you have that too? Of course. Where you're like, it doesn't feel like much, but then I, I looked in the bowl. Those are amazing. But what is that? The mystery poops. Those are mysteries, yeah. Then there's the ghost shit. It totally disappears. No, I I consider a ghost shit when you shit and you wipe and nothing's on the paper. How is that even possible? You're like, and you look, you're like, there's a big shit in there. (laughs) And you're like, wait, is there shit somewhere else on my body? (laughs) Like you reach around, you're like, there's no shit on the cheeks. There's no, how is there no shit? It feels like you, like you won a lottery. Yeah. Doesn't it feel special? Those are the best days. yeah. Yeah. I think part of that too, I think you can prompt that a little bit. Somebody told me is if you spread your cheeks before you sit, so everything really goes apart. But I still think that's I, I, I think mud that, could fall yeah. out of you. No, that's counterintuitive, honestly. Yeah, because if the hole's bigger, you're not pinching it off. So that to me would create an infinity wipe uh, scenario. Actually, yeah, I disagree. You want it pinched? Yeah. Well, interesting. So many different theories, you know. <laughs> Um, let's see. The world is a mysterious place. On a United flight, they just suggested the seatbelt be low and tight. This Meh. goes against all my beliefs. <laughs> Should we start a campaign to educate them? All love, no hate, F all the haters, Nick. No, I'm offended. Yeah, I want it to be high and tight is the only way to live your life. Only way to live. You, I mean, low and tight? So terrible. No, it doesn't feel good. No, it feels low horrible. Low and tight. God, air travel is the worst in this country. Yeah, it's so demeaning. It really is. It really is the worst experience. I was watching this show. 
something that new one I'm watching. I forget the fucking This Is Us. Yeah, and there's a surprisingly good show. It's so good for a network show. Yeah, and um, there's a character on there who's battling with her weight, and she's I don't know like what she weighs, but she's really large. And she gets on an airplane, and the woman next to her is totally eyeballing her, and she's like, "Don't worry, I bought two seats." And then. The you know the flight attendant comes by and he's like, I got your seatbelt extender like totally loud. She's yeah. like, Thanks, I got it. Like I'm already fucking embarrassed enough. Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, I know how to do it. You know, like and I just felt so. If you feel so bad for her because sure. you're like, oh, like you did the right thing. You bought two seats that you're not like yeah, ruining anyone yeah. else's day. But it just seems I just feel so badly for those people with the seatbelt extenders and everything. Yeah, I mean, it's terrible being fat. I imagine it's hard because that's your addiction. You know, but everyone gets to see what your addiction is. I know. I was so uh, hard on a flight actually with um, Bert. Yeah. And the flight attendant did like a discreet seatbelt extent. Like they. To him? To him. They gave it to him. Yeah. And he was like, oh, thanks. And then. <laughs> yeah. You know, she came back. She was like, you need anything? He was like, take another vodka soda if you don't. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. But it was the thing. I've seen them give, I've seen it done discreetly, which is nice. Yeah. To do it that way. Like they do it kind of like, like walking by, like they're dropping something off, you know, like not make a scene of it. Yeah. Don't be a dick. I mean, they're embarrassed enough, I'm sure. Yeah. It's terrible. Have to buy two seats on a plane. Jeez. Yeah. But Bert does it all the time. Yeah. He does. Or he just flies first class. Isn't that why? Because the seats are bigger. Mm hmm. That's why he does it. Yeah. A little bit of room. He barely wedges into those seats. I know. Hmm. Drinking the whole time. Super fat. So another email here. Um, this is one for you. Hmm. What do you think of this? Okay. Why don't you read that out loud? I can't. Okay. Hi, mommies. Congrats, jeans. My aunt and I have gotten into heated discussions about... What prenatal vitamins do to your nose picking? She thinks that because the vitamins make your nails grow so long, yeah, it do. hinders your ability to pick. I completely disagree. And I've hmm. used my claws as shovels to grab that shit up from, from up in my brain. My question is obviously for Christina, queen of personality. Thank you. Do you use your prego claws to your advantage or do you cut them? These are the thoughts I have after my husband has left for work and I'm picking my nose waiting for my coffee. Thanks, mommies. I love you, Sarah. Well, Sarah, I have to tell you, you're right, that your nails go... Do you know that? That no, your nails know. grow? No. Like no. those crazy people that we play videos like faster? of? faster? Yeah. So it's... You have to... I, I like them short. I think it's disgusting, personally, to have long nails. Well, think about how somebody with long nails feels hearing that right now. <laughs> I mean, Uh-oh. seriously. Uh-oh. You didn't even say I prefer long nails or short nails. You say those people are disgusting. I mean, oh, you, that, you ever, you I said, think I think about, it's disgusting, not the people. Do you think that doesn't matter? Do you think that they, <laughs> I mean. I gotta, you got to think about everybody's feelings all the time. No, I, I find it unhygienic because I personally get a lot of dirt. about how people with poor hygiene feel. <laughs> when I make fun of it. Yeah, man, that's not okay. God. This zombie beat me. <laughs> oh, the trauma. Oh, uh. so sad. <laughs> So, so sad. Uh, no. Uh, Anyways, to answer your question, I keep them shorter because actually I found that nose picking is enhanced with a shorter nail. Yeah. You're going to do more damage with a longer nail and you're also going to introduce more bacteria into your nose, which is how you get sick. 
Now, apropos our discussion earlier, how I avoid sickness, I'm a compulsive hand washer. I wash the backs of my hands like a surgeon. <laughs> I sing happy bur- the happy birthday song three times as I wash. That's the rule. You're a mental patient. And I, I do not pick my nose if I know there's sickness in the house. This is truth. I will use a Kleenex instead. Because that's how you get colds is you pick your nose, you, you rub your eyes, you put, it, you put your fingers in your mouth. True story. All right. Don't touch your fucking face. That's how, you're not, that's how you avoid sickness. Okay. You're not a nose picker like me. You're a thumb picker. I've seen you. You do this. You do this. Yeah. You pull out a scrunger, you yeah. roll, and yeah. then you flick off the I like back. I flick, yeah. But sometimes I dig with the index finger, too. I've seldom sometimes seen pinky. you. I've seen you doing the pinky. Pinky, I'll do that, too. You used to uh, roll your boogers in my car. I flick them on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for doing that. It's really flick, cool. Flick, flick. You're so nasty. <laughs> you nasty. Now I'm into picking my son's nose. It's a fun it's game. It's kind of the best thing. It's very rewarding. And he's like, he'll like, <laughs> he'll raise it. He'll let you, and then he doesn't know what you're doing. So he's just like, whatever you're doing, man. Whatever. It's just as gratifying to pick your son's nose yeah. as it is to pick your own. I had no idea. It's yeah. one of the joys of parenthood. Now, I don't like picking your nose, though. I think it's disgusting. Yeah. Um, but our son, I love it. Uh, you remember last week? I think it was last week. There was, all, there was this big um, news story that, dear leader, Trump um, so supposedly in a meeting referred to African countries yeah. and Haiti as shithole countries. Yeah. He said, like, why are we getting uh, all these people from these shithole countries <laughs> when we could be... When I, I prefer to get people from Norway. I mean... Oh, boy. You tell me if there's any subtext. <laughs> but, um, yeah, huh. so obviously... And then, you know, he came out and said, I never said that. And then people confirmed that he said that. And then... <laughs> Uh, I think the Republicans that were in the meeting said they couldn't recall mm-hmm. what he said. Either way, uh, there's a this came in that some big words were said on CNN mm-hmm. by somebody who was trying to make a point about uh, oh, how offended right. he was by hearing the president say, I love it. or the alleged comment that he said, that there's people from Well, the president countries. never takes responsibility. Nothing ever happens. Uh, it's never his fault. Phil Mudd, let me get your reaction to what the president said about these immigrants who want to come to the United States from countries like Haiti and Africa. Well, yours won't because I'm going to give you a reaction, and it's personal. I'm a proud shitholer. My family was called wops and mackerel eaters. We came from Italians and Irish who were regarded as people from shithole countries. Hmm. Oh, uh, a century ago, we called people slant eyes. Chinese immigrants that we're now ashamed of speaking about in those terms because they came from a shithole country and now they're a backbone of this country. In the 1940s, we called people traitors because they came from a shithole country we called Japan and we're ashamed. We called people who fled from conflict in Central America spicks and wetbacks and we're ashamed. The president is growing this country on the backbone of bigotry that comes from when I saw my family called spicks, wops, and mackerel eaters. We should be ashamed. We've learned too many lessons, and history will... Okay. What's a mackerel eater? Mackerel eater. Is he talking about, like, macaroni? Macaroni eater? Is that what he's saying? Mackerel, like the fish? I don't know. Let's look it up. I've never heard that one before. You learn something new on this show every week. Just like... mackerel eater. Dog cunt. Yeah, mackerel. 
It was a, oh, a mackerel. What? Link of the fish, right? It was such a, a sectarian slur for Roman Catholics. Oh, right, because they eat fish on Fridays or uh, whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's mackerel, funny. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. What about Hungary? I'm a, I'm a shithole country. Yeah. What, what about is, Eastern Europe? I know. What are the slurs for them? <laughs> but Slovakia or, or, you know, whatever. Ukraine, Russia. Are we all shithole? My, anti, my let's see, anti-Hungarian sentiment. Oh, let's, let's see. see. Uh, it's called Hungarophobia, <laughs> anti-Hungarianism. Okay. Is dislike, distrust, racism, xenophobia directed against the Hungarians. Sounds like it. It can involve hatred, grievance, distrust, blah, 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 due to Hungarian background. I'm trying to see if there's any... Um, Goulash eater. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Hungos. I don't see any, like, list of like, slurs. Give me though. some hatred stuff. In English, oh, a bohunk. A bohunk. Is a combination of bohemian and Hungarian. Cool. And hunky, derived from bohunk. It's in the movie 16 Candles. It is? Yeah, Long Duck Dong says, And he met a oily bohunk. The dad oh. calls her fiancé a bohunk. Hmm. Let's see if there's a Jeannie's another. marrying a bohunk. Yeah, it says bohunk here, yeah. Oh, so he's a hungo? No, but I'm saying that's that's one of the, it's like the slur. Oh, cool. Now you you are a spick, right? Pretty much through and through. I mean, yeah, you're a you're a, a, a Christine the Bohunk. Yeah, pretty accurate. Yeah, um, Polak. I got called Polak a lot growing up. Did you? That makes well, sense. though. it's more yeah. common. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's here spick as defined here is just a person of Hispanic descent. Um, Theories include no speak English, and that's where speak comes from. Oh, no speak, speak English. But is, oh, that's oh, but funny. But it believes that it's the abbreviation of Hispanic, in other words. Uh-huh. Speak. Interesting. So, all right. No speak English. No speak, uh, no speak English. Everybody says it like that, though. Every A taco a head speak. is a Mexican person. I've it? never heard taco head. But it says that's from Born on the Fourth of July. That's where it was. Yeah, it's not real. That's kind of a made up one. Yeah. Speak's pretty good. Yeah. Spick, spick, spig, or spiggity. It sounds so mean, though, spick. Spick sounds harsh. Yeah. Greaser, isn't that? A greaser? A greaser? Yeah. Oh, that's in so. Full Metal Jacket. Let's see. Greaseball. But that's an that's yeah. Italian, right? I guess you could oh. also have... Italian greaseball usually is what they say, yeah. right? Italian greaser. You fucking grease. guinea greaseball. Yeah. Yeah. Guinea. But then that guy goes on uh, uh, Don Lemon. Same guy. And he, he pushes... Seeing these stuff. conversations that this is economic, so let's be clear. Philip a white Mudd. honky from Norway can come here, but a black dude from Haiti can't. What does that tell you in an America that, one, that, that in one generation called you a nigger? What does that tell you, Don? Whoa. Big words. Very big words. Yikes. Jesus, He's just throwing, throwing all of them out there. I didn't know you were going to go straight to that. Holy Jeez. shit, bro. You gotta, gotta kind of... Big words. He's very fired up, this I dude. can tell you that what that tells a honky like me. We're no different than we were a generation ago, and we're learning the same lessons that we learned when we called a Chinese man a slant eye, when we called a man from Guatemala a spick and a wetback, He really likes, we called a black man a nick. He likes to say him. Jesus. I think he likes to run through his knowledge of that. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, he's like, I got good ones, he goes, guys. Give me a, give me a country. Give me a, give me one. Go. <laughs> that is kind of a real gift he's got. 
That's what it tells me. We got a ways to learn, but we can step back and say we're proud because I spoke this on CNN. 30 to 1, the emails I got were saying, you speak for us, and we are not from Africa, and we're not from Norway. We're from Italy. We're from Ireland. Okay. Wow. Well, are any Haitians speaking when we up? we call the Chinese Jeez. man a slant eye. Oh, my God. God. When we call the man from Guatemala a spick and a wetback. Holy cow. Jeez. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. That's such a beautiful region of the world. I don't Where? even think Trumpers has been to IT. IT, yeah. Dominican Republic. That is a beautiful region. Conan Jeez. went down there to do his show. You know that? Oh, very nice. When yeah. the earthquake happened or this the last week. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, just to show show Trump. I mean, that. yeah, he just like did a few shows from down there and that's just, wonderful. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah, they're it's like the most beautiful they're so nice. It's really like the sweetest culture too. <laughs> like to to be diminishing of them. To be, it's like what? Sava, it. Yeah, um, they're so sweet. Speaking IT. of Conan, um, Ginger Boy O'Brien. Yes, uh, I'm going back on his show. Excite. I'll be uh, on there if you're listening. I'll be there Thursday, the 25th. That's exciting. So um, please watch. Please enjoy. I'll be talking to Mr. Conan O'Brien. He's wonderful. You oh, went I'm on there. To talk to him today. Oh, not him. Not him. Not him. Just producer. To, yeah, today. Forgot about that. You, um, yeah, you went on there when our son was first born. And then I went on again last year. Oh, right, right, right. I forgot about that one. Yeah, it's exciting. Very exciting. He's a nice dude. He's the nicest, and so is Andy. They're very, yeah. very nice people. Andy's, they're so funny together. Yeah. They're great. They're really nice people. Um, check oh. this out. Check it out. Check it out. Try it out. So there's a new rapper on the scene. Oh, okay. Um, from Australia. I love Australia. And here's the thing. Is that a shithole country? That is not a shithole country. It's definitely country. not a shithole country. Um, no, and, and our president would be glad to accept Australians. <laughs> Why is that? I don't mm, know. It's weird. Um, anyways, this rapper... Might have a cease and desist headed his way. Oh. Because guess what he's using as his MC name, his artistic name? No. He is going by Top Dog. No. I can't stop and I won't stop. I make it pop. I make it drop. I make it stop. This is Top Dog here in your ear. Listen to what you're about to hear. Because I'm back for good. And you ain't even Hollywood. You think he's a fan of the show? Must be. I don't be. know. Must be. It's not impossible. Hmm. I mean, you heard those, those pre-sales are good for Australia. That's interesting. This guy just out there using Top Dog's name. I like his raps and flows, though. So far, the words have rhymed. Yeah, it's not bad. Sell it blunt to a man that is six feet tall on that wall. Yeah, I am, and I don't care what anyone says, because Top Dog is here. So bring it, suckers. <laughs> can, you, can you guess what I'm fixated on? Just knowing me for 12 years to be married. Right, uh, technique, the way that he goes from the, the like his cadence, kind of sets himself up for the next line. No. No. Uh, facial hair. No. no. <laughs> um, Just knowing me personally. Wait, let me, hold on. Let me watch a little more and I'll see if I can figure God, it out. God, it's really I hard to watch. Rich. I think you're not. I think you're a snitch. 
I'm gonna fuck your bitch, but baby, you know me, I'm the craziest man you'll ever see. Yeah. Wow, that's, um, yeah, it's pretty good. That is pretty good. It's hard to, it's, in case you haven't guessed, it's the, the teeth. I think you're rich. It's hard for I me to I think you're not. I think you're a snitch. I'm gonna fuck your bitch, but baby, you know she me, I'm the craziest. Walking down the streets, walking down the streets, walking down the streets, yeah. Machines worth it. See, I think our machines with a guy just has a little more passion. I don't know. This guy seems pretty passionate. I just, I'm, this guy's got more technical ability, but our guy is like, okay. I just feel it more. I think, again, you know, what he's missing is just a, a great producer. As always. Can we get Jimmy Iovine? Iveen, is that what his name is? On the phone? Yeah. Or, uh, okay. Let's go, get, let's go down to Malibu, find him. Yeah, could be. Get him to produce this guy. Because I am it's not hard. That mouth is better than him. Fucking bad. And I will be one day. Definitely one day. Slay the AK. Yeah, this is my day. Yeah, Top Dog's day, bitch. <laughs> well, he definitely, I mean, he definitely rapped a lot. He raps. I mean, it's good. Again, it's so distracting. The mouth. I can't. I can't get past the teeth. Machines worth it. There we go. Rapping There's my boy. Rapping on my song. Machines worth it. it. Walking down the streets. Yep. Walking down the streets. Walking, Walking down the streets. Yeah. Machines worth it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. There's our dude. So the top. What were you fixated on? I got it. Teeth. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think about that. They're really bad. Uh, I mean, yeah, but that could be part of the hook of the. Like, you know. Should we call it DJ Badmouth? Not DJ Dadmouth. That was great. That's really good. We should suggest that. Yeah. I mean, that was terrible to watch. But see, here's the thing. If you embrace it, it's like you embrace it. Yeah. Like, um, what's the lady? She has kind of crooked teeth. Which one? Uh, She's a, you know... You know what I'm talking about. What? Jewel. Jewel. Oh, yeah. Snaggletooth. Yeah. So yeah. there was a time years ago when she was going to fix her teeth. Oh, yeah. No, no. And her fan base flipped out. No way. It's like Barbara Streisand's nose. Everyone told her to get a nose job. She was like, no fucking way. And now people love it. Just like me with my quadruple D tits. Super slut. <laughs> 15 D tits. Yeah. I really, the more pregnant I become, I, the more I feel like Dog the Bounty Hunter's wife. It's not a good look. <laughs> I just feel like you I look, look great. Like her. You look great. No, but you know what I mean. The, the, the bigger they get, the bigger I get. I'm yeah, like, you got oh, big old knockers. You're going to feed a whole bunch of babies with those titties. Fuck, dude. Yeah, you got big old titties. Oh, my God. We were watching Dark. Oh, Jesus Christ. I can't watch Missing Kids, dude. Okay, so if you haven't seen Dark, it's on Netflix. Dork. Dork. It's dork-sided, but it became, it's kind of been this international, you know, sensation. I've heard a lot of people talking about it. One thing I'm fascinated by, I've never seen this on Netflix, or really you don't see it that often uh, if you are watching programming at all in the United States. When a foreign show has dubbed <laughs> as opposed yeah. to subtitles. It's rare. But I have a theory on this. My theory is this. Well, because they have a lot of subtitled stuff. Yeah. Like Netflix, it's not uncommon to see subtitles. I think my guess, and I, I want to I research and find out if this is true, that they dubbed as opposed to subtitled because through their own research found that Americans didn't want to listen to German. It's a beautiful language. 
I think that's where I really How think dare that's you. I'm offended. I studied German in college as a beautiful Other Because why would they? Because there's a bunch of shows with subtitles. <laughs> like, why would they do that if that's not the case? Ich habe ein gegessen. Why is Narcos all in Spanish and subtitled? I don't know. I mean, my guess is Narcos a bigger show as Dork. Narcos? Meaning, is, is it bigger huge. than Dork? Oh, yeah. I don't know, dude. I mean, it's fucking... I don't like it. It always reminds me of those KTLA morning movies where they used to play Pippi Longstocking, and then they dub her shit over. And I, know, I don't like... like why are the lips not moving I don't right? like watching things not match up. I admit that. Yeah, it But it is easier more. to follow. You end up being lost in the I mean, story. but there's so many Latin... I mean, so many Latin people in the U.S. Right. Yeah, maybe we're just more used to hearing Spanish. That's what I'm saying. And I feel like Americans for the most part, are like, what the or fuck? Or maybe they found that people were clicking off the show because it was subtitled. There you go. And they're like, no, this is such a good show. We need people to be watching. Actually, the first time we tried watching Dork, uh, the subtitle feature wasn't working. Really? Yeah, I, we tried watching it twice, and it, they just weren't coming up. Like, it wasn't working at all. And it was all in Usen Eisen? It was all in Sprechen Sie Deutsch. In Deutsch, yeah. Man, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to be a little bit of 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 a your emails are always appreciated. The email address is yourmomspodcast at gmail.com. There's no house in that email. It's yourmomspodcast. Um, Christina, you got to tell us next week about this uh, show you did <laughs> oh with uh, Gal Godot. It's, um, someone said this to me on Twitter, and I've heard it before. I apparently look like the girl from, in Supergirl, and that photo... It really does. I was like, oh my God, did someone Photoshop me? Yeah. Her mouth it's and her mouth eyes. And stuff, yeah. yeah she's it's got this expression. Similar here. face. How yeah, funny. But she's missing something else. No tits. I do love that Gal Gadot. Yeah, she's sweet. You got to see Wonder Woman. It's so good. Yeah, this girl's got hungry. Hungry tits. Feed them. I look at your chest and there's nothing there she got. Hungry tits. Take a spoon and make your titties eat. Um. All right, we got to get going. Thank you for listening. Uh, uh com. Christina P online. Uh, Hungry tits. Is that it, dog cunt? Is that all we're doing? <laughs> uh. Here's Dog Hunt by Brassica. We'll see you next week. We got some we got a good one for you next week. All right. Love you. Love Bye you guys. Jean. This is face nice on a hot day. Ah, Thank you.